Hey guys, what's up? How are you guys doing during this tropical storm, Nicholas? By the way, we both have discussed what a stupid ass name for a storm. Doesn't sound like it would like a Nicholas would harm me. <laughs> Do you like, want like a fun fact that I learned in in school? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> About hurricanes? Okay. <laughs> Every single one that comes, they go alphabetical, like A B C D E F G by the name so there was like ida so that's i so they go like abcd they go like in order of the alphabet so the next one that comes we'll start with an o hmm. you know what i'm saying like they just go back around hurricane octavius i was gonna say um <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what i was gonna say i'm so hungover we were um, so fucked hurricane up last night omar <laughs> no um before we started this episode, you guys, we were, like, having a brainstorming sesh of, like, the things in our life we wanted to share. And we're just, like, because, you know what? Last night, we got so fucking drunk, and we were spilling so many Shepherd stories. Like, they were juicy, y'all. Like, Yeah. And, like, juicy. shout out to us also for being productive and, like, going to the studio and bringing all this stuff home so we can make episodes during the hurricane. Because we just be bullshitting sometimes. <laughs> so we did an episode like yesterday and then we did one today. We on that quiet shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we just like, we looked, we were looking through our camera <laughs> to like jog our memory because we literally got blacked out last night. So we don't remember any of the stories we shared. I just remember they were good because it was like bouncing back and forth. We were just energies. like taking shots and talking about this. Yeah. Club. And then like I came across like a couple photos of my photo album and I was like, this cannot ever make it into the Internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe you reminded me of that. Like we talked about it in our very first episode and I almost posted it and then I took that story out. And then I was like, because okay. our sponsor was like, yuck. No, but I was already going to take it out. Like he told me to take it out. And I was like, no, like I already did. <laughs> like, bitch, same page. Yeah. Like same fucking page. literally like me and Yasmin were like, can we tell this story? But like, that's where we have to draw the line. Yeah. It's so fucking <laughs> juicy. Ew. I don't even want to <laughs> say that <laughs> word. I can't talk about it. Oh my God. Anyways. If y'all really, 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 really want to know, just, I don't know. I don't, we would probably have to like. DM us and maybe we, you can bribe us. We, we like have to cover identities. <laughs> People yeah. have children. Allegedly. Okay? <laughs> the whole story would be allegedly. Okay. Allegedly this shit happened. And we were just. Why do you have to say shit? <laughs> anyways. 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 We're going back on track. Um, yeah. Yeah. Way to start off the podcast. If y'all were in the inside joke, y'all would be laughing too. Sorry. <laughs> we're, it's the anxiety for me, y'all. Yeah. So um, we're just living through the hurricane. Honestly, has not been that bad. Um, not like how like Louisiana is like, they're going through it. So we're luckier, one of the luckier ones. And we're here to bring you guys another episode and if you guys listened to our last episode, we literally just like shit on men for like an hour, but not really. We don't even shit on them. We just need to explain the current climate to some people because like the dating Educating. game seems to be a little misunderstood these days. And so I feel like, you know, we're going to we're going to try to like touch base because honestly, weirdly enough, these are like our most popular videos where we talk, where we talk about dating. And yeah. We talk about club, dating yeah. the strip club men, how to like deal with them. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to um, get into that. So how's dating in the strip club? We've already done two episodes about it. The first episode, we were both single. The second episode that we did, Carter was in a little situationship. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's single again. <laughs> Almost a year and later. And like third episode that we're bringing to y'all today. We are both single. 
after some shit. <laughs> and we kind of oh, want to like. Were you in a relationship, Yasmin, for any period of time or were you not? Yeah. Sorry. I f- oh, you were? I was in a relationship. Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I really don't talk about like my personal dating. And I feel like Carter doesn't really either. I don't like to like put my business out there. Yeah. But like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm trying to like give advice and like talk about my experiences without putting like myself yeah our business out there yeah for sure your ex-partner on blast which is kind of no 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 that's not what we're gonna do at all that's not what it's about no 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 it's about like but i would like other women to learn from my mistakes and the stuff that i went through you know yeah it's kind of like about the experiences as far as i'm concerned with both of our exes like it's still all love really what do you mean like for me or for you for you i mean i don't hate him I just wish he would have been better to me, but, like, I still love him. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> anyways. 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 Not, we're not getting emotional. We're going we're gonna to talk to you guys about dating as a stripper. Actually, specifically, we're going to talk about picking your baby daddy wisely because people do picking not. Picking your man in general. Anybody that's going to be inside of you, bitch. Yeah. Choose wisely. Especially if he gonna nut inside of you, impregnate you. Yeah. And like when you have a child with someone, you are bonded to this person for life. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Whether it's just a one night stand or like the love of your life. Yeah. Just know a child binds you for life. It doesn't, it, your relationship doesn't end when the t- child turns 18. Yeah. Child sure. is a lifelong commitment. Oh, yeah. And like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I mean, we don't have kids. So I don't know how much we can like be taken seriously on this yeah and speak situation, on the subject, but it does make me so sad when I see girls like going through shit with their baby daddy and shit, and they're just like or like they have multiple baby daddies. I'm like I'm not shitting on these girls, but I just see what it does to them, and I see what it does to their kids and their family, and it like I know what like my parents, my mom had multiple baby daddies, like Same. she my has mom three, has multiple. yeah, <laughs> Mine and like does too. I have a stepdad that, like, watching my parents go through, like, having such a shitty marriage and, like, everything that happened with, like, my real dad, my stepdad, you know, like, the back and forth, everything, like, I'm starting to realize at this age that, like, it really fucked me up. Like, it really fucked me up. And, like, (laughs) I need therapy, like I said (laughs) on our last episode. Like, yeah. But what I feel like, in a way, you're trying to say is, like, all childhood trauma or the way your upbringing kind of roots into like the way you love somebody or in a relationship with someone. Yeah. Cause I feel like for say like somebody that was like loved unconditionally and was put at like top priority growing up, like, you know, they yeah. were spoiled. They had, they had everything mm-hmm. when they go look for a relationship, they start to look for someone better than the unconditional love like they they have higher standards and they don't put up with as much bullshit whether in comparison to like a child that grew up in like a very unstable home with that didn't have unconditional love or it was very like toxic-esque you know they those type of people tend to grow up and they like cling on to other people like other broken yeah, yeah. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with being broken. Yeah. We all are a little broken. Yeah, yeah. no, for <laughs> they, sure. They cling to broken people and like the sight of love. I feel like since they never received it as a child, they start to cling on any type of love that they receive. Yeah, they no, just don't know a good love. They've never seen it, so they don't know what it looks like. So uh, having experienced By they, I mean me. <laughs> yeah, experiencing that like emotional connection with somebody you start to like overlook all the red flags and like the toxic patterns in like the y'all's relationship I don't know if you agree with this yeah I kind of see what you're saying um back to like the baby daddy thing like y'all are gonna be having sex with people like (sighs) choose wisely like please fucking choose wisely like, in the past year and a half, you know, I've only hooked up with, like, one person because we were, like, dating, whatever. But, like, I feel like from now on, like, I just don't even want to, like, fuck someone unless they're, like, so fucking crazy important to me. Like, Logan Paul said, when you fuck someone, you take on their problems and all the problems of everyone that they've ever fucked. And, like, I literally feel that. Like, 
sometimes like whenever you hook up with someone and like your energy is like off the next day, it's literally because you can't get rid of them. Like they were inside of you, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with them problem sharing shit because shit, you know what can come with that toxic dick that was just in your pussy? Unwanted children. <laughs> um, AIDS, Unwanted children. AIDS, um, STDs. STDs. Chlamydia. Um, in the balance of your pH. Because we don't know. Worse. Huh? I don't want to say a kid is worse. Like a kid is like a bad thing. Like we're making it sound like having a kid is a bad thing. Well, it's like both me and Carter, we don't have children and we're young. Like, but it doesn't, I feel like in a way it doesn't kind of really matter how old you are. Because there's all, bro, teen pregnancy and like getting pregnant in your 20s is so prominent, especially like here. Yeah, I feel like I go on Instagram, everyone's having a kid. I'm like, are you ready for that kid? Like, are you going to be able to give that kid everything? Like, I know. And when I see like to give them a better life that you had or like, I'm sorry, but like, and I I see so many girls, I don't may not be close to them, but I wouldn't raise a kid in their if I was in their shoes. (laughs) I'm trying to be nice right now, but I'm like, bitch, really? Like that kid is going to be fucked up. I'm sorry, (laughs) but like, I just don't. Uh, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, I've definitely been forced with the decision, and I'm so happy with the decision that I made, like, I don't regret that at all, like, I, I'm like, what if I had a kid with those guys, like, that would suck, like, my life would be horrible. I know, you would probably be, like, fat. Oh my god, I would be. <laughs> my mom's, know. to this day, my mom had six kids, she still blames me for being fat, I'm like, no bitch don't be blaming me 21 years later you had time to fucking bounce back ma'am yeah um but you never really bounce back after childbirth yeah I, right so i've I don't heard think so either <laughs> um but yeah if you're just like out there fucking whatever whoever this is maybe realize, just like a little wake-up call for you like we want y'all to be careful yeah, like realize the consequences yeah like <laughs> not strippers literally preaching about like not having sex. I bet people are gonna be like these we're fucking whores, bro. We're fucking people too. Duh, we have sex. Yeah, <laughs> women get horny too. Yeah, whoever told y'all differently was lying. Women get horny. We watch porn. But we do audit. I think because we're sex workers, like we ha- we understand the value of sex, and we've said that so many times. But some of, some of y'all don't. <laughs> and, like, not going to be, like, me, like, preaching all this shit. I've definitely, like, been guilty of being, like, I got baby fever because I see some cute-ass baby pictures. Oh, my God. Like, I totally have baby fever my, so bad. My, my ovaries nephew, need my to nieces, chill the fuck out. <laughs> they're so fucking cute and shit. And, like, I just be, like, you know what? Sometimes I wake up. This don't happen often, but sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I'm so bored. Maybe, like, if I had a child, I wouldn't be bored. Please don't. But obviously, I'm not pregnant and won't be birth control. I'm good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, that's just, like, a small tidbit about, like, kind of, like, the bigger picture that we want to get into about relationships and, like, choosing your partner carefully, especially as a sex worker. Okay, let me ask you something. Since we both are single now, and like, you know, we said it's all love with both of our exes, what did you learn from your last relationship? If you could take one lesson mm. that you learned, let's let's, share, let's help the people learn. I feel like I learned a lot. Not just one thing, you, I feel like in all relationships, you learn so much about yourself. Say like, like the most important thing. I feel, let me think. Because, obviously, I, you know, it ended. So, yeah. it wasn't perfect, but I had my good times. Uh, I appreciated, like, the love. It, it felt like unconditional love. Mm-hmm. But I feel like something I learned about myself going forward is, like, maybe not share so much of your life with someone. Yeah. Not so to speak like don't like be closed off but i mean like don't overshare maybe like sometimes it's healthy to like have a good amount of space in Mm -hmm. between you and your partner Mm -hmm. especially because you know we're especially because we're like just dating we're not like getting married or whatever and shit like that 
I feel like too much space is not good, but also like too little space. Yeah. I feel like that that can harm a relationship. That's okay. what I learned. What about you? Um, I learned that so many things. I'm trying to pick like just say all of them. Fuck it. This is our the episode. Um, I definitely learned that like you need to have boundaries with people, and like uh, this is gonna be so crazy. I can't even believe I'm saying this. Um, like have respect for yourself and your partner should respect you at all times. If that makes sense. You want to elaborate? Um, I don't know. Like, <sighs> I don't really want to get too much into it, but like, just make sure that you you feel loved and respected and appreciated. And if you don't, then, like, there is someone out there that will do that for you. And don't be afraid to leave just because, like, you love them, you know. Like, I know it's hard, but, like, still do it. Yeah. And, and you will feel better. Like, you'll be lonely and sad for a little bit. But, like, imagine, like, it, like if you don't get rid of that person in your life, like, you don't make room for someone else new to come. And you're just wasting time with this person, you know. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are guilty of, like, getting comfortable in a, a certain situation where they stay with a partner long term because they don't want to be by themselves they um, you're comfortable they're codependent yeah at some point you become like codependent it's true in all relationships you you eventually get codependent on a person i'm not saying like completely codependent but like you start to lean on your partner more it's called a partner like that's yeah. your life partner like that's kind of it's not what they're for but like you know um, another thing I learned is, like, while I'm dancing, I don't want to be in, in another relationship until, like, my dance career is over. Like, I can't handle being in a relationship and having to go to the club and, like, what the club does to my relationship, no matter who it is. Like, no man is going to be okay with you going to the club. And, like, even if he says he's okay, he's not okay. And if he's okay with it, then he doesn't love you. You know, like, no man will truly be okay with you going to the club and, like, doing that shit like even if they're like nice and respectful about it like which is cool but like it's never gonna sit right with them I feel like that's just like have all like I've been in three relationships since I like started dancing like the first one you know it was like when I first transitioned into dancing I was already with that person the second was when I was in the game a little but honestly he was like a trick that really should have stayed a trick. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the third one, I feel like, was more genuine and a good person. But I just feel like it's so hard. The club dancing. will always come in the middle of, like, what yeah. you're trying to be to this person. And it's like they can't overlook it. Yeah, it's so hard to dance like dance and also be in a relationship. It's always been a reoccurring problem. I, I find that they always tend to have a problem with it, no matter, like, how much they say oh they're cool with it but in the back of their minds there's certain things that bother yeah that, that bother, bother them, them of about course. it like but it's like if i was a man i wouldn't want my bitch at the club either so yeah i think about that <laughs> too fuck? i just always like i try to be considerate of my partner yeah whoever sure. i'm with i'm like if i was a man like i wouldn't really want my girl in the club you know mm -hmm. but you choose to be with the person i'm very a, i'm very much a transparent person i'm, I'm yeah, not gonna too. i'm not gonna date someone and not fucking tell them i'm a stripper like that's like a part of me yeah whether i like part. it or not like it's like if you started dating somebody and you were i guess a dentist or a doctor or something you never <laughs> told them you would never disclose anything about your job like what you did well, what kind of fucking relationship would that be, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to be transparent and honest. I want to be able to come home at the end of the day and be like, oh, this is what happened at work. Oh, I had a good night. Oh, I had a bad night. Like, but it, it bothers men in a way. They don't want to hear about you dancing on someone's lap or getting money thrown on stage or like, oh, a man disrespecting yeah, you exactly at the club. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, that's like, what, I feel they like that's don't want to hear men. any of it, literally. They don't want to hear, oh, I got drunk with, no. And you know what? You want to know something so crazy? Um, 
I posted something earlier on my Instagram about how like I was sad about like my breakup, whatever. And my friend replied and he was like, I felt that. And I was like, yeah. Um, and we were just like talking about like relationships and stuff because he's a DJ. And I was like, I'm sure it's kind of hard for you girls get mad because you're in the club and stuff. He was like, yeah. And then I was like, I get it. It's hard for strippers too. And he was like, honestly, I dated a stripper one time. And like, that was the most loving and understanding relationship I had ever been in. Like the most normal because she was so cool. And I was like, wow, you just made my day. <laughs> That's why like, I feel like when you are trying to pick a partner, especially in the sex worker industry, they kind of like, you can't just pick like some regular square ass man, okay? Like, I've tried it and it didn't work out. Okay, I've I've gone. Mm. Uh, should I tell the date story? Yes. Oh my god, this is such a good story. Okay, so wait, I feel like you told this already though. No, I didn't. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm okay, sure. tell it. Well, <laughs> tell it again. <laughs> so, um, a bitch was rethinking life and shit. So I decided to go on a date with a regular fucking man that had a nine to five. Like a good job. He worked like, at the bank. Yeah, he was a <laughs> bank man. <laughs> no, no, like, I mean, usually, like, those type of men, I'm like, y'all are tricks. I trick them off, get yeah. money, never see you again. Never see them again, but I get, we decided to go on a date. And I okay, wait, tell them how you met, first of all. Yasmin went to go open up a new bank account, and she shows up with, like, stacks of fucking ones. <laughs> so, I yeah, don't know if we're allowed um, to I say that. I was opening a new bank account because if you're a stripper, you should know you should have more than one bank account. Yeah. <laughs> Money laundry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're, I'm going to take it out. I'm, I'm ch out. chill. I rest. <laughs> but I went, I went to go open a new bank account, and he was, like, helping me, and he, like... Obviously, I had, like, a shit ton of stacks of ones because I'm like, fuck it. It's a new bank account. That shit all going in the bank anyway. And he's already off the bat. He's like, oh, I know what you do. You're a baller, though. He's like, he was very, at first glance, they seemed like normal people, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like their brains are wild differently. I'll get into that as I progress yeah, in this yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. shit show of a story. <laughs> And, like, he's just like, oh, you look cute. And then, whatever, fast forward, I go home. I don't think anything of it. Um, she this, calls me. She's like, I met a normal guy. I think I'm going to go on a date with him. Yeah, I was like, like okay. No, you want to know, like, a creepy thing that he did? I don't know if I told you this part, but I was having, like, problems with my card because, like, they wouldn't let me spend, like, more than a certain amount. Mm -hmm. So they, like, locked my card. So I, I, I try to, like, unlock it on the phone. But they were like, we can't confirm your identity. You have to come into the bank or whatever. I'm like, fuck y'all. Okay, I'll do it because... <laughs> That's my bread. I need to unlock that shit. <laughs> and I'm like sitting, waiting around, and I get a text message on my phone, and he's like, "You look, you look beautiful. Um, when are you gonna let me take you out?" And I'm like, "Who's this?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm your banker. I'm I'm sitting across the the room." And he like peeks over the fucking desk and says hi to me. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "LOL. I need help though." <laughs> so he he helps me and stuff. And he's like, "Can I take you out on a date?" Like, you are, you seem, like, really chill, and you're, you know, like, trying to, like, smooth talk yeah, me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. and usually, I'm just like, if you know me in, like, real life, I would never do this. <laughs> like, it's weird that I did it, because, like, I called her, and I was like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's like and a so, fucking science experiment. <laughs> so then he takes me, he's like, okay, I'll take you out tonight. I'm like, cool. Uh, we go to a restaurant, like, a nicer yeah, we go to a like a uh, kind of a nicer esque restaurant. Esque, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like nice, and so I look fucking cute because like, like who doesn't want to like go out and be cute on a first date? You know what I'm saying? And like, we pulled up in different cars because I'm not gonna let this man like pull up to my crib. When men are like, oh, I'll pick you up. I'm like, how about you there? How about you don't? <laughs> and then he meets me in front of the he meets me oh no I was like I was like oh I'm here and he was like okay I'll wait in my car until I see you in the front I'm like why just go in like I was running late because as I do as a woman <laughs> and I was like oh you can just go inside and sit and drink at the bar he was like no I don't want to like be in there by myself like I'll wait for you in the car until I see you 
first i think that is so fucking weird i don't know yeah. maybe men are red just, flag number one men i think men are scared of getting stood up by bitches yeah. i don't know if that's like their safety net we go in there i see him first second red flag his outfit <laughs> mind you it's a nicer esque red it's not like a hundreds and hundreds of dollars steakhouse but it was a nicer restaurant uh-huh. you, know, you yeah. i looked cute and it was a dinner date yeah it was a dinner date and he was uh, he was wearing a plaid colorful plaid lumberjack-esque shirt with a you know those fucking, from like air apostle yeah yeah and he was and then he was wearing um what is those ties that cowboys wear i know what you're talking about the the bolio ties yeah, Ugh, yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mind you, this man is Hispanic and white, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go with it. We go into the elevator to go up there. I'm already like, Ugh, I hate this man's outfit. Like, I don't remember exactly what, kind of shoes what else was he rocking. It's like some some cowboy boots. Ugh, no, he was wearing Jordans. What the fuck? What the fuck? No, right? Already <laughs> off the bat, I was like. Anyways. What in the combination? <laughs> if you're going to go lumberjack cowboy S, go with the boots, bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and we're like in the elevator going on to the top floor. And it's like the longest elevator ride of my fucking life. And he's like, so what do you do for a living right off the bat as soon as we fucking step in the elevator? And I'm like, I'm like, I know he's not stupid. Like when I'm depositing an enormous amount of ones like you read in between the lines like he's not stupid he just wants to hear it but i feel like when a man clearly knows and he keeps pressing you about that i feel like in a way he tries to make you feel bad this about man it. thought he was gonna get some pussy yeah basically and then this man <laughs> guess what this man proceeds to say he's i was like i was like oh we could talk more when we go sit down and talk because like i was like why are you just like asking me this right off the rip as soon as we like haven't even sat down at the fucking table with your boo-boo ass weird outfit (laughs) and he's like don't worry i won't judge you i used to sell crack (gasps) and i i do steroids i'm like (laughs) in the elevator in the elevator we have not even fucking got to the host stand to get seated yet i'm like oh my god i'm scared (laughs) and i'm like you know like i don't try to be a judgmental person but like this is not like first date conversation like you save all that baggage for like maybe like the fifth date okay (laughs) or even like the main course of like the meal i'm not like i do steroids i used to sell crack i won't (laughs) judge you if you are a stripper (laughs) bitch first of all why does being a stripper automatically correlate to steroids and and Fucking people who crack. sell drugs, yeah. Like, and crack, bitch. Not even drugs, bitch. Crack, crack. I know. Literally, he could have said, like, weed or anything else. Like, I was like, this man's being a little too honest. You're like, which and one was your corner, bitch? I'm like, breathe in and out. It's okay. Don't judge him because I don't want him to judge me. Like, No, judge him. I was like, I'm like, let's just go get through the dinner and stuff. <laughs> and we sit down and, like, Bro, he literally just will not stop, like, talking. Like, he talks so much about himself. And, like, he'll be, he's, like, say, he was just, like, saying such, like, weird man things. that I Like, what? Like, he just, like, I don't know if he just didn't know how to have a proper conversation. I'm, like, a professional conversationalist at this point. We really because are. Because I literally know how to strike up conversations with random ass people at the club and make them spend bread on me. So I can handle a fucking conversation. This man, <laughs> I don't know. He was just like, um, time and time, keep bringing up the steroids thing. And he, <laughs> and, oh, oh, not another thing that he said as a disclaimer after he told me that he did steroids. He was like, oh, but don't worry. It doesn't make my dick small. Oh, my God. I remember you told me that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, literally nobody asked. As soon as I got to the table, I ordered a drink immediately. I was like, can I go through this shit sober, man? <laughs> like, at least let me just get my free meal and dip. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, whatever. The conversation's trash. I'm not even going to get into that shit because, honestly, I just want to wrap up this fucking story because it's just, like, a terrible memory. <laughs> a waste of my fucking time. We get there at 9, right? And the restaurant, I think, closes at 11. I left at 10 before even the restaurant closed. Yeah. And, like... He's like, 
drinking with me. I keep, I'll keep telling him, he, like, do you want to have a drink with me? And he's like, oh, no, I don't drink because I used to be a raging alcoholic. How old is this man? Uh, he, um, Wasn't he, like, younger? I think he was, like, 30. Oh, what? 33. Damn. And I was just like, this man is so fucking weird. Like, Yeah. You would think square like a 33-year-old man that has like a square job would not just be talking about steroids and his dick working date one. I mean, an elevator ride to the dinner. <laughs> right? And so like, I'm like, whatever, we wrap it up because I'm like, I'm over this man. Like, he's not getting no pussy. He's not getting any more of my time. Um, His number is definitely getting fucking blocked. He walks me down to my car, right? And as like, I'm walking in front of him to open my car door. He grabs my fucking ass. Oh I'm my like, God, I remember this. I'm like, what the fuck? He grabs my ass and I'm like, I turn around. I put like my hand on my ass. And I was like, excuse me. And he was like, he's like, oh, you just look so good. I'm like, what the fuck? And then whatever. I get my car and I fucking dip immediately. And he texts me while I'm driving home. And he's like, where'd you go? And I'm like, bitch, what do you mean? I'm, I'm going Leaving. home. I'm going home. Like, yeah. you, you, you gave me my send off. Yeah. I was in my car. <laughs> like, I drove <laughs> off. You just said goodbye. And he was like, come back to the parking lot and fuck me in the, my truck. And I was like, you're what? so hot. And he was like, I, he was. He was like, I know your pussy tastes so good. I'm like, yuck. Block that man oh immediately. Oh, God. I did not remember that. That's so gross. I was like, ew. This is what square men do. They just, now, every they time I go like to the no bank. no fucking game. Dude, every time I go to the bank, now I have to ask somebody to go with me. It's fucking annoying. You should just tell on him and get him fired. Be like, he sells crack. <laughs> <laughs> he does steroids. Yeah. What you need to fucking do steroids for? You are a banker, yeah. bitch. What? What? Literally just like, he grabbed my ass. For counting cash? What? <laughs> Say he grabbed your ass like at the bank. <laughs> Roll the cameras back, bitch. Roll them back, bitch. <laughs> so, sorry if this fucking story carried out too long, but literally I was just thinking, I was like, never again will I date a man that will not understand me. Because I this feel is like why Yasmin and I are single because men are fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, and I just, like, you come to realize that, like, men at the strip club... Or, like, men that we, like, gravitate towards, like, they're on their fucking grind. Like, they make, like, they're on their shit. All they think about is, like, making bread. When they look at you, they're not, like, super fucking thirsty over you and shit. Do you think that, like... Regular men, on the other hand, I feel like they're so thirsty for pussy. Yeah, for sure. uh, It's the fucking chase that we want. We want, like, a man that's just, like... (laughs) Remember the story I told you at the (laughs) table? Yeah, for sure. We we, we want to, <laughs> like, you don't think every day Not we get told hot. that we're, like, hot or we look good, bitch? Do you think that, like, um, if he didn't know that you danced, like, he would have treated you differently on this date? Yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah. His first question as soon as our date started in the fucking elevator was, how, what do I do for a living? Yeah. Like, or, like, do you think he would have been, like, so forward toward the end, like, if you weren't a stripper? I don't know. Some men, I feel like I would like to think it doesn't, but then I also would like to think that like maybe he just he like that. <laughs> he just be like yeah, that. Yeah, some men literally do just like, be like that. Cuz like he just seems like that type of man. Weirdest that fuck, just yeah. be doing the fucking most, like harassing a bitch on the first date, <laughs> telling way too fucking much. <laughs> Boundaries, bitch. Boundaries. <laughs> You share too much. And he was, bitch, also, like, during the dinner, he was, like, telling me all his childhood drama, trauma and shit. I was, like, so much for a first date. Relax. I was, like, it's cool to, like, share stuff like that. But I was, like, you know what? I know why you started selling crack and why you do steroids. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is a lot of baggage to, like, unload on someone. Yeah. um, If we're going to touch on one more thing about, like, dating, um... Oh, wait, wait, wait. My advice. Wait, wait, can I say something? But full circle, basically, why I fucking told that bullshit date story is because, like, we cannot date as sex workers. You cannot date someone that doesn't understand the industry. Because then they're just going to be like, I feel like if you were to date, like, a regular ass man and you're, like, this bad stripper bitch that racks in bread oh, and he just, would not like, understand. like, looks good. Because, like, it's the truth. When you are a stripper, you just level up. 
like in confidence, the way you look, the way you carry yourself. Because you're making like, more money. Yeah, when you make more money, your life upgrades. Like your bitch, your skin start clearing up. Your hair, you get new weaves and shit. Like Botox on the pussy. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like you look Botox. good as a stripper. And if you were to date a square ass man, like he would just be so obsessed with you. Like just want to have sex with you all the time. Like that's what that's what you. you in his eyes, you would just be an object, like just a stripper hoe that like is hot arm candy and shit. Yeah. Date someone that like understands your shit, like like the. Uh, DJ well, literally, said, what I was gonna say was don't date while you dance. Like that was my final advice: is just don't fucking do it. <laughs> like like when you were telling me about the DJ, like if you're a dancer, maybe date somebody that like understands it a little. The, like, the nightlife and yeah, stuff. like the D. The, your DJ That's Yasmin's friend. advice. My personal advice is literally don't fucking date while you're being a dancer because it's a headache and it's always well, going to end in like heartache. I just don't want to like be so like brutal and shit. Like you can, it's possible. I've seen multiple bitches that have been wiped out of the club. Okay. That's I've, your opinion. I'm, and this is my it, opinion. <laughs> the stripper fairy tale exists, y'all. You know, <laughs> like it's not like okay, fucking Cinderella not, and this bitch were stripper hoes. <laughs> it's not like unattainable, but like just date someone that will understand you more, that like trusts you. That's a very important trust. But I kind of agree with Carter. Like, dating as a dancer is such a fucking headache. Not only as a dancer, but as a sex worker, too. Like, imagine you're, like, a porn star and you get fucked by other men or women as a job. And then you come home to your man. Like, you think your man is not going to feel some type of way? Yeah, that's your job. Of course, that man's going to feel some type of way. Just like us, when we come home from work after being naked or dance, giving lap dances and shit, you think, like, a man's not going to feel some type of way. They're, sometimes they may not say it, but then, you know, that shit lingers in the back of their head. Yeah. Um, I feel like my last relationship, had I not been dancing, it would have gone completely differently, which definitely hurts that, like, dancing ruined it it's kind of destructive to my life yeah like even when I go to work now like I'm kind of bitter because I'm just like had this not been in my life like dancing like we might still be together and like you know shit wouldn't have been the way that it was and but you can't think that way because being a dancer is always gonna be a part of you yeah I mean everything happens for a reason literally when I'm like 80 and drinking wine on the porch and shit I'm gonna be like you know your granny was a motherfucking hoe oh back God. in the day. You're so annoying. <laughs> As grandpa, you be getting it. <laughs> um, okay, so one last thing that we're going to talk about that um, we get questions about a lot is, like, the hiring process at a strip club. Wow. Two different subjects. <laughs> Just jump into it. Yeah, I mean, like, we kind of want to talk about the strip club. I feel like we talked about that shit for a long time. Relationships. Men suck. <laughs> that's all <laughs> men don't suck just like they do <laughs> just like sometimes you just it could have been the right person it probably makes i don't like to think like this but maybe it could have been like right person wrong time type shit and the club has jaded me <laughs> like it was that one saying if you love them let them go and if they love you back they'll yeah. eventually come back <laughs> yeah no i don't believe in that you're like nah, i don't want you them to come back you love me when you have me or like you will never have me again like don't ever take me for granted <sighs> amen sis don't ever take me for granted i mean every time i've dated someone they always come back cuz i'm the shit that's just how men are like fuck them yeah men just grieve differently in relationships i feel like like women we're just like oh my god we're so sad and like we go through phases where we're like depressed in bed then we like start like eventually heal and then men just like immediately when they're single they're like i'm fucking free i'm about to walk up in these streets again yeah and then they hoe out and they like damn these streets ain't yeah right and then a couple months later they're like damn i kind of miss my bitch these (laughs) these streets ain't treating me right (laughs) they ain't cooking me hot meals where my baby at i need my dick sucked in a hot meal (laughs) fuck you these hoes hoes can only give me some dick suck i know right (laughs) these hoes ain't shit but anyways, um. yeah, hiring process, let's get into that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> This yeah. is like, I feel like a lot of people are curious just because a lot of our viewership is 
strippers or a lot of girls that like are very curious or want to get into our profession i would fully like to disclose i would like when y'all motherfucking bitches dm me and said oh my god you're the reason i started dancing please don't fucking say that i do not want to be responsible for this bullshit i know i don't want to be the reason damn it i'm for real going to hell now (laughs) i'm like don't fucking put that shit on me just because i be talking about making bread bitch i always be also be talking about the disrespectful men bitch you you, i just i guess that shit just went over your head full disclosure by the way but if you guys are curious we're we're here to educate (laughs) y'all yeah we're gonna talk about like because i feel like we've got we've like been around so like we've Kind of works at all different types mm-hmm. of We've clubs. tried a lot of clubs. I think, like, the basic, like, you know how, like, everybody always says, like, you work at, like, a bar, and then you become, like, a Hooters or, like, a bombshell girls, and that's just gateway to strip yeah. club. <laughs> um, so, like, you, there's, like, a difference between getting hired at, like, an after hours versus, like, going to a topless club because, like, the vibes are just different. Or, like, a sweeping club. Oh, yeah. Like, a sweeping club is basically, like... They don't have, like, the the right paperwork and licensing, so they don't really, like, have lap dance rooms, and, like, the bitches are supposed to, like, be clothed, and it's just, like, yeah. it's, like, stage money, and then, like, they sweep it, quotation marks, and split it, give it to you in the end of the night. Yeah, so, like, yeah, they literally, like, sweep up your money, but the reason they sweep your money, and I feel like I've said this before... Like, they sweep it because in the sections, like, the, I don't know if they're peas or whatever the fuck they are. They're people, the guy, like, runs the section, and he'll, like, put girls in his section. Of course, they're probably, like, his bitches or just, like, other bitches that work there. And they throw, like, five bands um, to make it look like, you know, people are throwing money and all that shit. And then they'll have another person come and throw five bands. And I feel like the reason that they sweep it up is because they want their money back and they also like of course they want to control like how much the bitches get like they want to get tipped out and shit i'm trying to okay i don't i've worked at different i would not be caught but i've never ever worked at a sweeper club because even as green as i've been going into the strip club i always it did never sat right with me someone that would take all of the money that I make and then give it to me at the end of the night because there's so many snakes in the fucking industry like for like everybody You think steals. I'm gonna trust a man? Yeah, like to sweep managers. Up my money? I'm not saying all managers still but majority of managers and like people that work for the club steal. Yeah. Like every like there's people that steal all the time up in the club. Mm-hmm. Um it just does not sit right with me. So I can't give you guys advice on how to get hired at those clubs, but I feel like it's like not even worth it. Yeah. Go to a topless club, go to after hours, or like, you know, uh, a an all nude club. The first club I ever worked at was a gentleman's club. It, it's an OG club. Like it's like I feel like it's a part of Houston history kind of. Like a lot of it <laughs> like it like there's a lot of you did not just say that. No, it, it's true. Like, it had, like, a bunch of, like, yeah. history on. Talk like, about the hiring process. Yeah, the hiring process. I didn't know what, what to fucking do, honestly. It was, like, my first club. But it was pretty easy. Like, when you walk up in the club, bitch, you, you got to, like, look cute. Don't be coming in busted and shit. And, like, buy a pair of heels. I know you guys don't want to because stripper heels are fucking expensive. And y'all are majority of the time broke walking into the strip club for the first time. (laughs) Yeah. But invest in a pair of baby stripper clear heels. That is the starter kit. (laughs) Or boots or whatever the fuck you want to do. Probably the clears. They're, like, 40 bucks. Bring your ID and social. Bring your ID and social. They will not hire you. Yeah, because I didn't fucking do that. But they still let me work because I'm cute. (laughs) But those type of clubs, um, they're like majority of the time, they're just topless. You're not allowed to show your pussy or like wear like like clothes that will show your pussy. Like if you wear like a revealing thong, they'll probably make you wear like another thong on top of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like twenty dollar lap dances. That those type of clubs are more like you know you t- sit and talk to customers. That's how you make bread in that club, yeah. or you sell pussy. But that's like universal for all clubs. <laughs> you don't have to do that, by the way. There's there's a lot of strippers, including us, that we make 
our bread and we don't have to fucking sell pussy. So don't ever feel pressured yeah. that you have to like, yeah, we know rent due suit on the first and it's the 31st, but bitch, just fucking grind and you'll fucking make that bread because that, that shit won't like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the girls that sell pussy all the time in the club, not to get off track, kind of is whatever, like. I don't know how they do it, like, mentally, because I feel like that would Me chip either. away. That would chip away at my mental health, because, like, I don't know. That's just traumatizing. It's like, it would chip away at my mental health. Yeah, for sure. But anything you want to say about, like, gentlemen's clubs? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe, like, if you really want to get hired, I would probably cover up some of your tattoos at gentlemen's clubs for sure because they're a little bit more strict about that. Oh, yeah. And some strip clubs, like gentlemen's clubs, they require like a stripper licensing. And I feel like that's more prominent in other cities other than Houston. I think there's only like a, two clubs in Houston that require licensing. Yeah, my friend lives in Phoenix and like all the clubs out there, you have to have it. So definitely check if you're like going out of state. I know Vegas, you have to have a license. I don't oh, know about other places. I don't think Miami, they don't give a fuck. Here's, like, a really good tip. Like, I mean, it's not a tip, but it's, like, some information if you guys want to work at a club that requires licensing. So a lot of strippers, um, I just I just recently found this out by, like, my cop friend. So, like, you, a lot of strippers hold out on working at clubs like that because they're, like, I don't want to get a license because that shit's going to be on my record. But, like, I found out to like police like my cop friend he's like no they have to subpoena it or like they have to go through like court to like un to like unlock that part of you like so if you were to go get a job and they did like a background check on you it, your stripper license would not pop up well that's good to know yeah i think that's important that's crazy because yeah every, i think everyone's worried about that <laughs> yeah um yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, d just don't look busted. I don't know why girls are like, I mean, I've never had to like dance or like show my body. Bro, like, I've, I've never, never had to do audition. that crazy I don't, shit. I've, okay, it's, that's so weird because I see girls like I watch like stripper vlogs and they'll be like, oh, like story time of my stripper audition. I had to dance or like amateur night shit. Like I've never had to do, I've never had to like audition no. most of the time. I don't know if it's different in diff in other cities or like States, but literally all you need to do is if you look good and sometimes you don't even need to look good and they'll hire us just depending yeah. on the club. It's not like strip clubs have a fucking HR department. You know what I mean? Like they don't have yeah. rules. They really have to follow or anything. It's just a strip club. Yeah. So if they're doing some creepy shit, like, uh, be careful yeah and uh, it's kind of a little bit different for like after hours clubs I feel like because I feel like at gentlemen's clubs they have like like both types of clubs a gentleman's club and like a after hours club they have like a look but like yeah. gentlemen's clubs are more like strict so like sometimes mm -hmm. if you're on the like the chubbier side you eat like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, you're not, doesn't mean you're fat or anything, but like, they they want like thinner bitches with like little asses and shit, or like, they want like someone that looks more clean cut, less tattoos. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like, that will help your hiring process. That's also like, keep in mind when you're choosing a club that you wanna work at versus an after hours club, you can literally wear whatever the fuck you want because that shit gonna come off anyway on stage. <laughs> yeah, after hours are like open past two and they're most of the time they're like fully nude. And um, you know, I've worked at a couple after hours clubs before that like I only needed my ID and like I didn't need to fill out any paperwork. <laughs> sketchy. Yeah, See, that's it was, the sketchy shit I'm talking it was, about. It, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really know anything else about the hiring process. Just go in there and be confident. Yeah, don't go in on the weekends because yeah, unless on, like, you know Monday. somebody and somebody going to put you on into the club. But like most of the time they will not hire you on the weekends because they got so much shit going on already. Yeah. Like there's drunk people there. There's people that are causing problems. There's bitches that are causing problems. Like you not no matter how bad you are a lot of the times they'll turn you away because they don't have time to like hire a uh -huh. whole new bitch and stuff yeah, for sure and like when you are it's like rude to go on like a friday night and also like another thing which i feel like kind of sucks is like most like 
legit clubs that you would want to work as as a stripper they do do like background checks mm-hmm. so like and most clubs i feel like some clubs they're like if you have like a record it's cool but for a fact if you have a prostitution charge on that bitch you are not fucking worried they will turn mm-hmm. your ass away yeah like don't. You gotta be careful with that shit. But I feel like the bitches that have prostitution charges being strippers have, have been in the game they, and they're probably not listening to it. <laughs> yeah. But like, make sure like you have a clean record, y'all. Yeah. Like try to, and if you don't, that doesn't mean you're a terrible fucking person. Everybody makes mistakes. They There's just people. They just want to know if you're gonna be a liability or not, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just go to the club that don't care if you're a liability. Yeah um what else i feel like that's it this episode once again was like all over the place but i'm like so hungover i can't even think yeah me too i'm not feeling the best yeah but i wanted to get another episode out because who knows would you do some productive shit while nicholas out there destroying lives (laughs) yeah we're looking out the window nothing crickets not even rain yeah i don't know I was like freaking out. I was like, I told her, I was like, don't park on the first floor. What if it floods? Bitch, what the fucking, we got some drizzle. That's it. Yeah, for sure. Um, We did not need to get that drunk last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We both got our own individual d- bottle. Yeah. And I got a big daddy bottle, like a big daddy bottle. I finished half of it. She finished her whole crown peach bottle. We're not going to talk about my mental state by saying like I drank a whole bottle to myself. So. Pipe down. <laughs> um, go follow our Instagram. Go show love on our TikTok, on our YouTube. Um, some of these episodes are not going to have video like this one and the last one because we're having technical difficulties. But And also, like, we look like shit. Also, we look like shit. We're going through it. But I feel it's like fine. y'all would still love us if we look like shit. <laughs> like, yeah, we still cute. We relatable, baby. <laughs> yes. So go show love on everything. All at Stripper T. All at Stripper T. And Stripper T out. Yeah, we love you. Stripper T out. <laughs> I'm not going to